What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, good everybody. It's time for my favorite show, the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. We're back, and uh, I told people on Monday, Papa Dude, we've got a big time show. Man, these college football games are are fantastic that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're going to have to get right to it if we're going to get them all covered. That's for sure. My goal is to make sure this show doesn't last as long as the last show. (laughs) He's referring to the Rocket Hour, which lasted an hour and 20 minutes, talking about four races. So uh, the Rocket Hour and a Half show. It was a it was a rocket, as in Ricky's rockets, for an hour and five minutes, and me for fifteen. I think is what it, it really was. But uh, I don't think it will. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be concise with our thoughts, but we have do have a ton of games to get to. Uh, a lot of ranked matchups. We got two top ten matchups. Uh, it's exciting. First week of October, business really picks up in college football. All the conferences are going now too. So, yeah, let's get right to it. As Magic says. Let's do it to it. All right, man. All right. We're, we're going to do it. You're the boss, buddy. So I'll bring up the scoreboard now for us. So if you're watching live, you can you can kind of follow along here. Uh, we're going to kick it off with a Friday night game, Papa Dude. Number five, Iowa, your Hawkeyes are going to travel to Maryland uh, to take on the Terrapins. Both teams an undefeated 4-0. Hawkeyes a three-point favorite. I know it's going to be a tough one to start with, but uh, who are you liking in this one? This is a very difficult game, and I almost uh, used Maryland in this one as one of my uh, best bets. I did a lot of homework this week, which I usually don't, and probably most of the viewers can tell that I'm kind of winging it. I actually looked some stuff up. I was kind of researching another game, and I looked some stuff up. Do you know that Iowa, I believe, I know I'm, I'm pretty close, is like 125th in offense. And that's out of 130 teams. Yeah. They're only averaging 284 yards a game. And that's not very many. And when you go on the road and you can't do, you can't move the ball any better than that, you're, you're, you're just asking for it. And I, I hope they can play better tonight or t- uh, tomorrow night. <sighs> I don't think they win this game. I really don't. I think this is one of those they're going to lose. You know, I love the Hawkeyes, love watching them play, but we said way back when we were doing the top 25, these are games they don't win. And it's it's not because of coaching. It's it's not it. They just don't have the hosses on offense. Let me ask you a question before I kind of give my pick and why. Is this the best team Iowa has played so far? Well, I know everybody's dogging on uh, Iowa State. I think they're better. Mm-hmm. I think they beat Maryland on a neutral field. I think they. W- I don't think Maryland's. That. I'm not very high on Maryland. I just think it's Friday night. There's something about these Friday night games. The home teams are ready to go. We saw that last week in the Syracuse. I hate to bring that up. Yep. It's tough on these these Friday night games, and I think this is one of those trap type things for Iowa. I would be scared to death 
Um, they're comparable to Iowa State. I'm not going to say they're any better than the Cyclones. I don't yeah, think they I, have. I think the Cyclones have better players. I really do. You're probably right. I think overall Iowa State is underperforming, and they've they've just done a lot of stupid things to lose both the games. Which gets me to my other point. Iowa's four and zero, and the two teams they played that are decent, and I'll call Iowa State and Indiana decent. You guys can call them whatever you want. Think about them however you want. I still think they're kind of in that, you know, thirty to fifty type tier uh, as far as as teams. Um, when they played both those teams, Indiana and Iowa State really helped them. They turned the ball over a lot. Uh, those scores got inflated. They really weren't that big of blowouts as far as the stats go, but the scoreboard said it. Now they come to Maryland. I think Maryland, while I don't think they're better than Iowa State, I think they got a better quarterback, and I think they've got a little bit better offense. And like you said, I think that's a recipe for disaster when you throw in that it's a night game on Friday uh, on the road. I'm going to take the Terrapins plus three here uh, to get to 5-0. and oh. This is not a game I'm going to bet a lot on one way or the other. I'm not really confident in it. But, you know, we saw Maryland in a matchup against West Virginia, and they were able to get the job done. We saw West Virginia last week. They're okay. They're kind of in that same range, that 30 to 50 type of range. I think a team like Maryland's kind of in the range as well, but I think the factors all, all, all point towards Maryland pulling off an upset here. So sorry for your hot guys, Papa Dude, but I, I think the, the storybook season, or the uh, not the season, but the storybook uh, going undefeated no. ends here. I'm sorry. All right, let's let's go to your other oh, I, team. I agree. <laughs> I know you do. Let's go to your other team. Uh, how about Oklahoma? We'll, we'll uh, by the way, I've, I've done a big fail. I did forgot to put up the banner. So there was the banner, Iowa, Maryland. Now we'll put Magic's rolling over right now. He's so mad at me. <laughs> now I'll put up Oklahoma's banner. All right, OU, 10 and a half point favorite. They're going to go to Kansas State this weekend to take on the Wildcats. Uh, 230 kick there in Manhattan. Um, listen, Kansas State's beat Oklahoma two years in a row. Uh, big upsets. I think Oklahoma was was favored more than 10 and a half in both of those games. Do the Wildcats make it three in a row and upset the Sooners once again? Well, here's the difference between my two teams. Iowa doesn't have talent on offense. <laughs> Oklahoma does. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yet they're both playing about the same. There is no freaking way they should lose this game. The, the talent level, it's not even its not even close. But I have absolutely no confidence in them at all. Now, I do think it's going to be, and this is so stupid, but I do think it's going to be good for them to go on the road. Mm -hmm. I think they need to get out of Norman, and, and maybe, maybe there's some pressure on them playing that. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. But it's it's possible if if and I and you know I follow everything Oklahoma through the week and I listen to a lot of talk shows and I watch some podcasts and things from people down there and a guy I really value who played offensive line for Oklahoma says the it is the offensive line mm -hmm. and he watches the offensive line he played there recently he knows what's going on and he says they are playing awful. So I'm going to go with him on that and, and, and get off Rattler's case some because if he doesn't have any help around him, you know, that's part of the problem. Now, can you fix that in a week? I don't know. I don't know. 
They should win this game, 10 and a half. I don't think so. I think it'll be close, but I do think they'll win. Yeah, so you're going to take Kansas State plus the 10 and a half, it sounds like. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you're talking about Gabe Eichard, right, who was making yes. comments on the line. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't hear it, but you you told me, and I, I want mm-hmm. you to kind of tell everybody exactly what he thought the problem was. It wasn't right. a talent situation. It was that they right. didn't know who to block, where to block, right? Well, at Oklahoma, the way I understand it, the center calls all the signals. Okay. He, he, he t- When they come up to the line of scrimmage, he tells he calls out whatever mm-hmm. the responsibilities are for the rest of the linemen. They have a new center. Their center from last year is playing uh, on Sundays for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's how good he was. He's already starting as a rookie. Anyway, he thinks that's the problem. He thinks they're getting the signals wrong. Um he says uh, you got two guys blocking the same guy. Uh, he and he, he flat out said they don't know what they're doing. He said it, and uh, you know they've got their offensive line coach is recognized as one of the best in the country. So you know he's he's pulling his hair out. Mm-hmm. So do they get that fixed in a week? I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I Here's what I would, would say, because you kind of said, I don't know if you corrected in a week or not, and you just said it again. At least it's not a situation where they're getting blown up on the offensive line, where, meaning they're, they're, they're out manned. They're just getting yeah. pushed back. It, it, if it's a mental thing, you might have a better chance to fix that in a week or two. Um, yeah. So that might be okay. Here's, here's where I'll end the OU talk and, and give you my thoughts. I, I will go Kansas State plus 10 and a half. I'm going to go with the other team anytime this line is like this, unless they're just awful. Uh, because until OU proves that they can become an offense that can put up more than, you know, 24 points on a, on a normal, typical, standard, you know, another group of 30 to 50 type of defense in college football – you can't you can't bet them when they're minus ten and a half. Yeah. So I'll take K State until uh, and I and I'll continue to do that kind of thing until you proves me wrong or at least proves that they can move the ball uh, better than what they've done. Uh, right. and, and a lot of it's finishing in the red zone too. They, they oh kinda, definitely they've got stats. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just getting ready to say. They can't yeah. score touchdowns. Well, you think you get eight possessions and, and you're going to kick a field goal on four of them uh, and maybe get a touchdown on one or two and punt? Yeah twice well it's gonna be hard to cover 10 and a half it is i don't care who you are so i do think they could break out here i think there's a shot because they they are going to out athlete them and if they start clicking they can move the ball up and down the field on kansas state yeah it's a big if we've seen it it for four weeks they haven't so until they prove it i would either bet the other team or stay away from this game completely uh so that's that's just the thought until they prove us otherwise okay Let's move on, though, to the big one. This is where college game day is going to be on Saturday in Athens, Georgia. You know it's going to be wild between the hedges. Georgia, the number two team in the country, hosts Arkansas, the number eight team in the country. You made a very good comment on Monday. It's number two versus number eight, yet Georgia is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. So that's what Vegas kind of feels the discrepancy, let's say, between the top couple teams and then even teams in the top ten. That being said, 18 and a half, a lot of points. Can the Razorbacks cover this? Well, I think they can. And uh, I, I've, I've, like I said, I've, done, I've looked up a lot of statistics. You know, the, the Clemson win does not look near as good as it did four weeks ago because Clemson has been shut down offensively by everybody. 
Now, the Georgia defense is outstanding, and they are ranked number one in the country. Their offense is ranked number 32. That's just average for a, a number two team in the country that's an 18-and-a-half-point favorite over a number 10 team. So then I looked at Arkansas, and any stats, you know, you kind of got to consider who they've played. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas's offense is number 20, which isn't bad, considering they played Texas A&M, which has the number 22 defense in the country, and they didn't have any trouble moving the ball on them until their quarterback got hurt. So that shows us they can move the ball against a pretty good defense. Arkansas's defense is number 12 in the country, which gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. The other thing you got to look at here, when you add up the four opponents that Georgia has played and you look at their offenses and you add all four of them up and you average them out, their offenses of the teams that they've played comes to 110 out of <laughs> 130. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they don't have a great defense because they do. But I think 18 and a half is way too much. I think Arkansas is on a high. I think they're going to go in there, and I think they're going to keep it close. I, I don't think they will win. But I think they're going to make a game out of it, and and I like them to to beat the spread. I really do. Now, I may be totally wrong, and again, on Monday, I will admit it, but I like the way Arkansas is playing. The only thing is if Jefferson, he got hurt in that A&M game, mm-hmm. if he's injured, then throw all this out the window. I think he's going to play, though. He's he is going to play. He came back and played in that in that uh, Texas A and M game, but he wasn't quite as effective. Right. So that is a that's a question mark for yeah. sure. Um, but uh, all reports are that he's going to be able to play and be be okay. So I mean, that's we just have to take that for what it is for the knowledge that we have on the situation. Look, there's a real good chance that Georgia's defense is a tad overrated because of what you said. And we talked about the Clemson win doesn't look near as impressive now. Sure. They held them to three points. North Carolina state held them to 14 points in regulation. Georgia tech held them to 14 points. Listen, I get it. It's still a big win. It was still impressive. They still look very good. They passed the eye test. All right. They look at, they look big, they're fast. I totally understand that they could cover this spread. But I'm going to go with Arkansas plus the 18 and a half as well. I don't think Arkansas can win the game. I'll just be I'll be just blunt about it. I don't think they can. But here's some other things they've got going for them. 11 a.m. kickoff. I think that's a huge factor that favors Arkansas. Uh, you know, we've been to an 11 a.m. game, and we've been to a 7 o'clock game, 7 o'clock yeah. at night, when there's been big-time games. What atmosphere is better? Oh, yeah, no doubt. The night game. It's crazy yes. at night. Now – I think that does play a factor in this thing. So I think that helps. I also think, and this might make Arkansas fans a little mad, but I don't really mean it to be offensive. I don't know that Georgia is going to take Arkansas all that seriously. Yes, I know they're number eight. Yes, I know they're undefeated. But Georgia is going to remember the Arkansas teams they've played in the past. And they're going to think, there's no way these guys are that damn good. And I don't think we really – do we really have to pay attention to every single detail that coach is telling us? Or are we just going to go out there, they're going to roll the ball out, and we're going to beat their ass? Like, they might think that still. All signs that say, hey, Arkansas can can give them a game, keep it close, and cover 18 and a half. Eight, the bottom line on the whole thing, 18 and a half is a hell of a lot of points. It is. And when you're when you're t- When you're in the top 10, 
and and someone's 18 and a half points favored over you yeah that's a lot of points the only factor is this if arkansas can't run the ball if right. they can't run it then as you were saying uh, earlier today when we visited first a minute um it could get ugly because they're going to have to be able to move the ball some. If you lose this game, I think you do it by like a 31 to 10, where Arkansas just could not move yeah. it, or a 24 to 3. You know, yeah. yeah. I don't, I think if Arkansas can get, you know, 14 to 20 points, you're not going to lose this game. If you, if you bet Arkansas plus 18 and a half, right. I think that's the key to it. So I, I can't wait for this game. I, I'm looking so much forward to it. Uh, I, I think it's going to be better than that 18 and a half point spread. All right. Yeah. Let's move on, though. Uh, to a game that I really could care less if I if I watch this game or not, Michigan <laughs> and Wisconsin. It is interesting though because Michigan's four zero, uh, quietly building momentum after a disaster uh, last year. They go to Wisconsin, who's having the disaster of a season this year. They're one and two. Yet Wisconsin is a two point favorite. I mean, well, one and a half. Uh, and then as as I refresh the screen, like ten minutes ago, they went up to two. Um, so. What do you think of this game? This this one could go either way. Well, I was shocked last week when Wisconsin was favored against Notre Dame. I'm not as shocked this week because, and and I think what affected this a little bit was last week Michigan only beat Rutgers twenty to thirteen, and I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. They don't play way. I, I called my Michigan buddy today to get some advice on this, and he's not uh, very optimistic because they don't play well in Madison. Uh, you can't look at the Notre Dame score. We said it on Monday against Wisconsin. That was much closer than that, and they could have won. So this is a game that if you bet this, you're just taking a risk. I This could go either way. Uh, when I, I I wrote my win, just straight win predictions, I picked uh, Michigan seventeen to sixteen, and I said it could go the other way just as easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know who wins this game. I really don't. I don't have any idea on this one. I think it's going to be a slugfest, a late turnover, a special teams play, something like that. It's going to decide it. I'm glad you admit it because I was the same way. We were you you said, hey, give me your picks for these games as you were writing the article. And this one, it's just like, ah, damn it. I wish you wouldn't have wrote this one because I don't know who's gonna win this game. <laughs> um look, it it seems like Michigan should win here. It really does. It feels like they should, but here's the thing that's scary. Wisconsin, they they need this win bad, right? They do. And they're at home. They might just be the more desperate team and win. I I took Michigan plus two, but I'm with you. I don't have a lot to add to this because we're in a situation where we kind of figured out Wisconsin's just, meh, they're okay. We just don't know what Michigan is, and that's that's the problem. And Kevin O, hilarious that you just brought this up. Because Dad and I were talking about this literally 30 seconds before coming on the air. He said, oh, by the way, what is the total on that Michigan-Wisconsin game? <laughs> and I said, 43 and a half. He goes, oh, under, no doubt. And then Kevin yeah. O chimes in with his comment, under 43 and a half. I think so. If any bet for me, you're right, Kevin. I think that's the only bet that you can sink your teeth into and feel confident on. Whether it happens or not is, a, is another story, as we learned with Liberty last week. But at least you can go into it and feel like you put your money on something that you're confident in. So. Right. Yeah, it should be a slugfest, no, no doubt about it. All right, let's move on to the 
I'll call it the co-game of the week because, you know, you had the Arkansas-Georgia game. What about this one? Cincinnati Bearcats go on the road. They're a one-point favorite at Notre Dame this week. Both teams are undefeated. Both teams, if they win this one, man, they've got a legitimate shot to run the table. This is another one I absolutely cannot wait for. I think it's going to be a classic. You leaned on Notre Dame last week. Are you going to lean on them again? Well, I know who I'm rooting for. (laughs) And that settled my bet. I'm not betting again uh, simply because I think Notre Dame's going to win. And I don't want to root for them. If I had put money on it, I would always take the Irish at South Bend in a tough game. I just I just do. I think this is Cincinnati's bowl game. Mm-hmm. This is what they've been playing all season for. I wasn't real impressed with the way they handled Indiana. I was impressed they came back. They didn't, you know, they didn't panic when they got behind. That's impressive. And they ended up pulling away late. But I thought they would handle them a little bit easier than they did. Uh, Wisconsin, or Notre Dame's quarterback is a little bit banged up, I'm hearing. And that could be a big factor. I'm just like you. Arkansas comes on at 11. This comes on at 1.30. The dumbasses play at 2.30. So that would be Oklahoma. So I'm going to be flipping back and forth all over the place because uh, I want to see some of this game. Um I think it's going to be a dandy. I think Notre Dame pulls it out right at the end like they do so many times in South Bend, but I hope Cincinnati beats them. Well, I think I'm going to go the Irish. I can't I can't go against them here. Can't either. Yeah, you're going back to the state of Indiana, Cincinnati, but you ain't going to Bloomington. No, you're not. You're going to South Bend, and it's going to be a whole different game for you. I, I think Cincinnati plays well. I think it's close. Give me the Irish. I'm going to go Notre Dame here. Uh, you know, I think I think they'll get the job done as an underdog at home. Jason Hommel says Notre Dame five and zero against the spread against the spread and straight up as home dogs since 2004, winning by an average of eight and a half points. Give me the Irish. I did not know that stat. That's fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're tough to beat there in big games. They. Yeah, they, and you know, even hard. though even though that score last week got got out of hand, it really wasn't that big of a blowout. No. That's one you can build on a little bit. You know, you go down to Florida State, you struggle, you win it overtime, and you're just like, ugh. Well, and and here's another reason I hope Cincinnati beats them, because if you look at Notre Dame's schedule after this, um, there's not a lot of games that they won't be heavily favored in. And and if if they win this one, they could run the table, and shit, we're going to put up with them in the playoffs, and they deserve (laughs) to be in there. So, and on the other side of things, Cincinnati still got some tough games in the AAC if they do win this. Yeah. And you got to wonder, will they have a letdown after this, you know? Yeah. You think they've already got an undefeated season, but this is a, a fascinating game. Fascinating. No doubt. I'm, I'm super happy that this game's happening. They scheduled this one. Uh, you know, I, I bet Notre Dame when they scheduled Cincinnati did not think Cincinnati no. would be this good, but no. uh, absolutely. nevertheless, not. we have it and that worked out. And yeah, yeah I, I, well, I almost said if there was one game I could choose, I would go to that one, but I don't know. I think I'd like to be at Athens actually. So I, I'll take back what I about said there, but uh, all right. Speaking of SEC schools, let's move on to the number one team of the country, Alabama. They get a test this weekend, I think, though, no doubt. Ole Miss, one of the best offenses, if not the best offense in the country, goes to Alabama. They lit Alabama up last year. Can they do it again? Can they cover the spread? Alabama, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, I've learned my lesson with Alabama that I I can't 
I can't pick against them. But again, I, I look some stuff up. And when you look at their statistics, I against statistics are for losers. You can't, you know, can't, but you can kind of get a little bit of a feel for things. You know, offensively, they're only 25th in the country. And they really have only played one good team. That's Florida. And Florida's good. They're legit. Their defense is 18th. That's not as high as you would think. Ole Miss, if I could just trust their defense a little bit, I would take them in this game. 14 and a half is a lot. Um, but it's I just can't trust them yet. I hope they I hope they beat them. This would be funniest thing there ever was if they did i just can't do it I, I i don't know whether they can stop alabama and i think alabama may get a turnover to kind of get more than a two score lead on them and then it's going to be tough but i'll say this the best quarterback i've seen in the country is the one bill miss and he not only can run it or throw it he can run it too he's going to be a handful this is going to be whatever that over under is <laughs> i might bet Bet over, well, golly, what is that, 79 and a half? That's a bunch. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to go with Alabama, but I'm not going to bet this one. Uh, I, let's see. How can I put this? I can't believe I'm going to say I'm pretty confident Ole Miss is going to cover. How about that? And that's that's That may be the dumbest thing I've ever said on any no, platform we have. I think it's going to be a freaking shootout. I am now. I think Alabama's going to win. Yeah. But I think Ole Miss is going to cover. Uh, you know, you look at that Florida game. Alabama couldn't stop them no. in the second half. And Ole Miss is a lot better offensively at Florida. They got a lot, or a lot than Florida, I should say, have a lot better quarterback than Florida has. Uh, I would say the offensive mind that's calling the plays at Ole Miss, he's pretty damn good. You know, so I, I think Kiffin's going to going to score a lot of points. The Ole Miss defense is still not great, but it is better than it was last year. I think they keep it within 14 and a half. Uh, and another thing, and the biggest thing for me, a lot of times when Alabama gets into these shootouts, by the second half, they try to control the ball, run the ball, keep the ball away from that offense that they can't stop. I've seen them do that a lot. Right. And therefore, the game gets a little tighter. Maybe it's never really in doubt, but it stays in that seven to fourteen point range. I think it's going to stay that way. I, I'm, I took Ole Miss here. I'm with you. It's it's probably dumb to go against Alabama ever. I just I have a lot of faith that Ole Miss can keep this fairly close. So well, I'll tell you I'll, another. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll say I'll take the Rebels. Now you go ahead. Well, I'll tell you another thing too. Alabama's going to have. You would think conventional wisdom says Alabama's going to have to score points. Yep. And they may have to get 45. Yep. Maybe. Cause I don't know how good Alabama's defense is when you look at what Florida did to them. Yep. And, and as you pointed out, this kid from Ole Miss can throw the ball better than those kids at Florida could. Yep. I, when you have a, a, a young quarterback like they do, and, and, and young running backs, you know, they're young on offense. And you have to go into a game thinking you might have to score 45 points. That does make that 14 and a half, you know, something to bet against for sure. And if Mississippi doesn't turn it over, do they think they can beat them? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's the thing in the SEC. 
when you play Alabama, you better damn well think you can beat them. Well, the scary thing is you go on the road to Alabama and it might snowball snowball on you if you're yeah. on this. You know, yeah. you, they might mentally they could crack a little bit because yeah. of what you just said. Yeah, yeah that over under 79 and a half. I, I, I want to put this so funny how it's flipped, right? Like you look at the yeah. big 12 oh, yeah. over unders now and they're not anywhere close to that. And you look at the SEC and here's the 79 and a half. Yeah. In really in four or five years, that's totally flipped. And I think it's overcompensation. You know, the SEC school schools weren't scoring as much. So they try to get players, you know, that that, that they can put up the points and we're running the spreads. We're getting out of these I formations. And then they go to the Big 12. We got to get defense. We got to get yeah. defense. <laughs> that's college football. That's how it always changes. It is. I wanted to bring this up before we started because I wanted to bring up a story for this, Jason. This is not about Notre Dame. This is about Missouri. So dad and I went to a OU Missouri game. Oh gosh. I'm going to get the 2002. It was 2002. And uh, Missouri was a heavy underdog and they grew the grass. You, he, he, Jason mentions uh, that Notre Dame will grow that grass an extra two inches for this game code of Cincinnati. Jason, the grass in Missouri, like you, we were sitting up towards the top and you could tell they hadn't mowed it and, and, and looked yeah. like weeks. It looked like weeds out there. Uh, I'll never forget it. OU wins on a fake field goal. Uh, and then after the game, uh, Bob Stoops comes out of the locker room and the Missouri, they're out there mowing the field. <laughs> so don't think that these colleges don't do stuff like this. But do you remember that? Oh, I remember it like it was, yeah. And not only that, I think they watered it because if you yes. remember, that field was soaking wet. Yep. It was at night. It was a night game. Mm -hmm. A beautiful starry night. Wasn't cold at all. Nope. And that field either had the heaviest dew on it I've ever seen, or they had watered that thing down. Uh, yeah, it was uh, exactly. And, and Missouri's all, back in those days when they had grass. Uh, real grass, you know, it's hard to do that now. Yeah, a lot of these fields they don't have real grass. Um, they were known for that for growing mm -hmm. that the grass because they weren't quite as fast as the other team. And, and anytime you played Oklahoma, of course, you had to put up that speed yeah. of the Sooners. But yeah, that that's I remember. I'm glad you, I I didn't remember it, but I do now. Yeah, I and I I live with you. I remember like it's yesterday. We got <laughs> in there and we looked down and you go, God damn, that grass is long. <laughs> and like I said, Jason, we were sitting. We weren't at the very top. We we're probably 15 rows from the top. I mean, it's not like we were right down on the field. And you're right, it was wet and, and people were slipping. Yeah, it's listen in college, like I said, and not a lot of teams have grass fields anymore, but it, no. it can get wacky. They do wacky things like that in college. So uh that's 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 just what it is. And then yeah, Jay says Lou Holtz always had them grow it longer when a fast team was coming to South Bend. I'm sure they still do it. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's that's life on the road in college football. You deal oh, yeah. with wacky little things like that. That's what makes it what it is. Speaking of wacky, let's go to Stillwater, Oklahoma to round out uh, the college football talk this week. Oklahoma State, they got a big win over Kansas State last week. Now they get another tough opponent, another ranked opponent. Baylor comes to town coming off a big win against Iowa State. Oklahoma State, three and a half point favorites once again this week over the Bears. Can Oklahoma State keep it going and get to 5-0? and well, I think they will. Uh, here's here's game two four and teams um, getting no publicity at all, really, because it's in that tremendous uh, Big Twelve conference. Huge, huge game. The winner of this is really got a leg up on getting into the uh, Big Twelve 
uh, championship game. Remember, two teams get in there and, one, you know, they all play each other. This is huge. I think it's bigger for Oklahoma State than it is Baylor because they're at home and you don't want to lose a game at home. Uh, again, I researched this some. Baylor got a big win last night or, or last week over Iowa State. Mm-hmm. When you look at the stats against discs of losers, just ask Iowa State, they dominated the game. They outgained them 150 yards, had the ball the whole game. They should have won, but they didn't because they made all kinds of mistakes and they they and they lost the game. I don't think they're that good. I really don't. I think Oklahoma State is getting ready to start playing better on offense. They jumped all over the Wildcats last week. Uh, Kansas State beat them a lot worse than I thought they would. I thought K-State, and I think you did too, I think we thought they would beat them or they could, and yep. they never had a chance. I think they're going to win, and I think they're going to cover. Well, listen, they got away with it last week, not this week. Baylor's coming in there, and they're going to be, they're going to beat Oklahoma State today or, or Saturday. Come on. Come on, Bears. You can do it. Uh, no, I'm going to take Baylor again. I hope you're right. I well, hope you're I'm going right. to take them plus the three and a half. Uh, I think they do keep it close. If you if you watch the game last week with Oklahoma State, I watched the replay. Didn't watch it live, but did watch the replay. Kansas State. I'm not going to sit here and say they should have won because I think that's a dumb comment. They should have covered. Uh, they definitely should have covered. That game should have been a lot closer. They just gave them a lot of points. And you know, we talked about it Monday. Even when you're Kansas State and you give team teams points. You're screwed because you don't have a, a hof- offense that can come back. So That's right. uh, I think Oklahoma State might win, but I think Baylor does cover. So I'm going to take Baylor plus the three and a half. All right, let's move on, though. We got to go NFL. College was going to be a lot of fun. NFL could be, too. We're gonna oh, see- yes. Yeah, it's it's big week. Uh, so we'll, we'll turn our attentions to the big league here. NFL Thursday night game. Okay, on paper, this one isn't all that exciting. The Jacksonville Jaguars at 0-3. Travel to Cincinnati, take on the Bengals. Bengals 2-1. They got a big win last week against Pittsburgh. Boy, they've got a golden opportunity to keep the momentum going here. They should beat Jacksonville. It really shouldn't be much of a game. Seven-and-a-half point favorite for the Bengals. Can they cover? Well, they play in one of the toughest divisions in uh, the NFL. Mm-hmm. And do you realize at the end of this weekend, they could be in first place all by themselves? Yep. Because the Brownies have a tough game in Minnesota and Baltimore, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, I think has a real mm-hmm. difficult game in, in Denver. So if they get this one, they'll be three and one all by themselves at the end of the division. Kind of, a, kind of a dog game in a way. It's kind of interesting. In another way, you got two best quarterbacks coming out of college, and I don't know how many years going at one another. The difference is one of them plays on a team that's pretty good, and the other one plays on a team's awful. Yep. And uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence is he's got growing pains. He doesn't have anything around him to help him. It's hard enough playing the NFL when you're a ten year veteran. Just ask uh, Matthew Stafford how it was like in uh, Detroit. Yeah. Anything around him? Now he does playing like superstar. And so Trevor Lawrence um, will be a great player someday, but not now. The line is seven and a half. The, the Bengals have got to cover that. I don't – Jacksonville, just, their offense is just not very good. The only way the Bengals don't cover this is they, if they get to thinking like they're the Bengals of old. You know, I think they cover this pretty easy. Yeah, I'll throw this comment up. Uh, Magic said he made one bet, uh, one preseason NFL bet, Bengals plus six and a half wins. 
Um, Magic, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of talked about the Bengals on our show to start the year. We thought they could be a sneaky team, maybe not a playoff team, but improve from a year ago as long as Burrow stayed healthy. Gosh, I, I'll probably jinx the hell out of them, but how did the Bengals not cover this? Like, it, to me – well, this seems almost like a lock. I mean, it's I not a lock they don't cover it. I tell you how they don't cover it in week two. Burrow threw three interceptions against the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get, yeah. I mean, you're right. And how do they lose to the Bears? Uh, yeah. I mean, but still, this Jacksonville yeah. team, they're, they're just not very good. No. Uh, you know, Kevin O said Lawrence is going to break Manning's INT record this year. <laughs> he might. I he mean, might. he might. It's It's not good. I feel sorry for Lawrence because he got thrown into a shitty situation, you know, rookie head coach, bad team anyway, you know, and now rookie quarterback. So I don't see him getting it turned around tonight. I think Cincinnati wins this game big. I I really don't think this will be much of a game. I'll be surprised if it is. Let's move on, though, to a game that could be a big game and a close game, I should say. This might be the game of the week in the NFL, uh, at least one of them. Arizona goes on the road to take on the Rams. Arizona 3-0, the Rams 3-0. The Rams coming off a a huge victory over Tampa. Can they get up again? We talked a lot about, man, emotionally, they were totally invested in that game. Can they get up again? Can they get ready to take on a pretty good Cardinals team? Yeah, I watched almost all of that game last week, the Rams in uh, Tampa Bay, and they were so tuned in. Um, to that game. Uh, their coach was animated over on the sidelines. That was a game they wanted to prove to the rest of the league that they're here to be one of the best teams in the league. You're absolutely right. It is hard to get to that emotional level uh, two weeks in a row. I don't care if you're in a high school, college, whatever. And they got an opponent coming in here that's pretty dead gum good. So the winner of this one could have, could have, uh, a two-game lead over the 49ers and Seattle, mm-hmm. depending on what happens in the game, they're going to play against each other. Huge for this, whoever wins this. Um, I think the Rams have the better team overall than the Cardinals. Now, you've watched the Cardinals a lot. I have not seen them uh, very much. So you know more about the Cardinals than I do. I've seen the Rams quite a bit. Very impressed with them. Uh, I think they're going to get some pressure on Murray. Now, last week they got all kinds of pressure on Tom Brady. Here's the difference. Kyler Murray can run. Mm-hmm. He can get out of that pressure. So they got to have a different type of pass rush against him. They can't just come all at him because they know or they knew Brady isn't going anywhere. He's staying in that pocket. They got to have an, a containment type pass rush against Murray or he'll kill him scrambling. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. The line is four and a half. If they're ready, I think they cover it. But I've been I've gone round and around on this one too. I think they're better than the Cardinals. I think you're going to go with the Cardinals in this one. Uh, no, you're not. No, where I'm going with the Rams too because I just think they're better than than overall than Arizona is. Now, uh, I I was with the Cardinals when it was six and a half, but it's fallen all the way to four and a half. Yeah. I can't take Arizona with four and a half point spread. I. Mm-hmm. And you might think, well, it's just two points. Who cares? You know, it's just I I didn't feel great about picking Arizona to start with. And then when it went down, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. You're right. And I probably I'm probably too close to the Cardinals. I've watched them too much, maybe. And I'm too emotionally invested in the Cardinals. 
week one, I thought, oh, my God, we, we have a team. This is going to be great. Week two, 100,000 million percent should have lost the game. They played awful. Last week against Jacksonville, they did cover. but they, they, And that's part of the reason why I'm going against Jacksonville so strongly. Arizona played awful last week in Jacksonville. Just awful. And got away with it because, you know, Jacksonville's not very good. I just – I don't think Arizona's ready to go on the road to Los Angeles and win. I, I think I think the Rams will move it up and down the field on them. And I think Arizona will make enough mistakes where they don't cover this. So I am going to go now. Rams minus the four and a half. I just, I just can't see Arizona being ready. Um, listen, if they show up with that Tennessee type of game, maybe. But I think the last two weeks we've kind of seen, oh, they're kind of what they were. Maybe a little better. Eh, kind of what they were, though. So I'm going to go Rams. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just not confident in in uh, in the Cardinals just yet. So I'll go with the Rams. Um, let's see. I hate betting against Kyler, but I got to lean Rams. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then Kevin O says, Rams offense is going to light up the Cardinals defense. That's, that's my worry. Like, go watch the Minnesota game. They did anything they wanted on the Rams. So... Or excuse, I'm sorry, on the Cardinals. So, and then uh, Chris Burling says Rams are the team to beat this year. By the way, Chris, I'll see you in a couple days, buddy. I'm glad you're watching the show. So, uh, yeah, I I agree. I think the Rams right now they look like the best team in the league. I don't think the Cardinals pull an upset here. So, all right, let's move on though to another game that I this is. You said you debated that one a while. This one, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Baltimore on the road. <laughs> With after their miracle win against the Lions last week, they're two and one. They take on the three and zero Broncos. Uh, you know Denver. They always play well at home, but they are three and zero. But the teams they've beaten are combined zero and nine. So we don't really know what either one either one of these teams are. Vegas basically calling it a pick 'em game. Uh, Denver is a one point uh, favorite here. Where are we leaning in this one? Well, they wouldn't want, they wouldn't be a one point favorite if the game was in Baltimore. No. So I think they're leaning this way because of where the game is. They're 0 and 9. They probably have played the three worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Magic, but you could throw Detroit in there too. I don't think they've played them, but I think Detroit's playing so much better uh, this year. Baltimore should have lost last week. To Detroit. <laughs> to Detroit. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch the game. They should have lost the game, though. They they didn't dominate. They did. No. They just did not. No. Nope. Here's the thing. Denver's run defense is outstanding. I don't give a shit who you're playing. They stopped the run, and they always have. Well, what does Baltimore do best? They run the ball. You know, or they want to run the ball. They haven't run it as well this year because they got – backs that you know all their backs are injured but lamar jackson can run the ball they don't throw it just great although they're a little bit better this year i don't like the ravens <laughs> i just i i don't i'm going to take denver i think denver's a little bit better than people give them credit for uh bridgewater's gonna have to play great he's played great the first three weeks but he's been playing you know teams that Alabama could probably beat. So the jury's still out on him. I think at home, I think they're going to get him. I think the Ravens have got some problems. 
and, and I'm going to take I'm going to take Denver. The other way to look at it is Baltimore's going to come out of it this week, and 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 play a good game because Denver's undefeated. But I, I'm going to go with Denver and 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 hope I'm right. But I wouldn't bet a penny on this. Baltimore is the problem in this game. If it was a normal two and one team like Baltimore's been in the past, let's say like say it's last year's Baltimore team, you'd say they're going to kill them. That's not going to be a game. This year's Baltimore team is ridiculous. You think about, yeah. okay, they went to Las Vegas to start the year, a Monday night game. It's always tough to go on the West Coast on Monday night football opening week. The West Coast team usually wins. And they did, but... No, they didn't. They lost. The Ravens had them beat. They gave them the game. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you exit that game, you're like, the Ravens were the better team. They, they totally gave the game away. Okay, you go to the next game. The Chiefs looks like they're getting ready to bury them. All of a sudden, the Ravens come back and they win. You're like, okay, the Ravens are kind of what we thought they may be. They may be really good. Last week, they were awful. I mean, it was so bad. I, I kept I kept watching them on the red zone. I didn't have a, you know, I, I wasn't watching after the game, but I was following on the red zone. And I was like, how is this game so close? They would flash the score up. And it's like, they're all, they're behind. Like, they're ahead by two. Like, what is going on? I don't know who the Ravens are. I do think they're good enough to win this game, though. I, I'm going to take Baltimore. If they show up with the like the Las Vegas performance, I think they win. If they show oh. up with the Kansas City performance, I think they win. If they show up like they did last week, I think they're going to get their ass beat. But I don't think they're going to show up like that. I think they're going to be ready to play and play a good game. I think they beat Denver. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take the Ravens here in this one. It, it's I went back and forth, though, because I, I just don't trust them. I just don't trust them at all. Uh, Jason says, hey, the Ravens, that's who he's taken. Denver's had three preseason games, kind of. Um, you know, good thing the back judge was sleeping for the Ravens <laughs> game last week. And people don't realize uh, what happened. Kevin O made that comment. So it was uh, it was uh, first and 10, 10 seconds left. The Ravens were going to run one play and then kick a field goal. Well, the, the play clock expired. And it expired for like two or three seconds. And then they snapped the ball and they didn't call a delay a game. That would have changed everything if they would have made that call. So, well, I'll add to that, Aaron. Go ahead. I'll add to that. It's yep. a good thing the NFL is so damn stupid, <laughs> and they don't overturn something that's so damned obvious when we have replay. It's the yeah, dumbest, exactly. and then yeah. issue a damned apology two days later. It's just, I, I just, I don't even know why we have replay. That that's just ridiculous. Tell it's an old coach. He's always mad at the officials on this. No, show. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. I never got on the officials. Go two T's in my whole life when I was coaching basketball and I, 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 cause I wouldn't do it, but this is not the officials. This is the league to sit there and you've got something that's so obvious and you don't correct it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's common sense. I, I, saw, I saw somebody or no, I wasn't, somebody was talking about it. I can't remember who it is. I apologize, but they're talking about the, the quarterback sneak where Dak clearly scored you know, yeah. on Monday night football and they called it, they didn't have evidence or whatever. And it's like, it's just common sense. You can tell he's in like, yeah. I, I don't know, but anyway, yeah. what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Magic said the wound was just beginning to heal. <laughs> and you brought it up. So uh, and then Russ says Baltimore low scoring game. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. This over under is 45. So that might be one you go under on as well. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored no. in this game. So all right, let's move on to the final one we're going to talk about today, and then we'll get to our top five games to bet uh, for the week. All right, let's go to this one. This one will be the one the media is all about. 
Tom Brady returns to New England for the first time. Um, you know, Tom Brady coming off a loss. Uh, the Buccaneers lose in uh, Los Angeles last week. New England coming off a loss. They lost at home to the Saints. Tampa Bay, seven-point favorite as Brady goes back to New England. What do you think here? Well, this is a interesting, too. Here's two teams with combined record of three and three. And they're getting all the talk or a lot of the talk this yeah. week uh, in the press because of the Brady coming home and the Belichick thing and all that. And uh, New England's not very good. That's the thing. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I would have uh, picked New England in this one. You know, when I wrote my article, I didn't even bother on the quarterback comparison because there is <laughs> one, you know. You know, I think I wrote something like, here's a guy with multiple Super Bowls and going up against the other guy who's going to be a star someday, but he's played three games. Real lot of uh, things there you can go with. Yeah. Offensively, no comparison between Tampa and New England. None. Tampa's got stars. New England didn't. I did see one thing, though, that, that I didn't, hadn't didn't really realize. Tampa Bay cannot run the ball. Mm-hmm. Their leading rusher, I think, has 90 yards. Yep. He's averaging 30 yards a game. That is something they've got to get straightened out because Brady can't stand back there and throw 55 times a game like he's been doing. He's getting hit a little bit. So that's something they got to get corrected. Their pass defense is god awful. They're getting gashed, but they've played some pretty good teams too. I I think they cover this. Uh, I'll be surprised if, if Tampa's not ready. I know they were uh, kind of embarrassed at Los Angeles last week. I kind of got that impression. I think they were kind of embarrassed. The thing with Tampa that they haven't realized yet, you're Super Bowl champions, boys. You're going to get everybody's best shot. And they're not matching the other team's intensities, intensity level. And I think that's going to have to change. They didn't have a good – you know, when you think about it, their regular season last year wasn't very good. They caught fire down the stretch. I just don't think New England's got enough offense to uh, – beat the spread so i'm i'm going tampa bay to cover yeah i agree i agree russ also agrees his pats won't be able to run the ball all the pressure on the rookie quarterback bucks minus seven yeah i, I agree with that as well um and, and then jason says that he hates to bet a big public favorite but how does tampa bay not uh not name their score and mac jones has to keep up with the goat bucks big he won't let off the gas the other big thing and i agree with that as well the other big thing you know, it's national game at night. You know, I mean, Brady is going to be fired up to get back there. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be an easy win for the Bucks. $263. That's the lowest ticket price <laughs> for this game. So everybody excited in New England that, that, that Brady's back. Um, right. Let's talk real quick about big picture for Tampa because you touched on something and we kind of did on Monday as well. When you can't run the ball and you have a quarterback who's not very mobile, it is a recipe for disaster. It is. They're going to have to start running the ball better. Because yeah. when you run the ball, it alleviates that pass rush. And all of a sudden, your quarterback, who's not very mobile, isn't facing that kind of pressure. If teams begin to believe they can just tee off on Brady, play after play, it's going to go the other way for Tampa in a hurry. And I'm not saying miss the playoffs. I'm saying they're not going to be a Super Bowl-type team. They're going to be just another team trying to get into that playoff picture you know two three four five seeds something like that they got to start running the ball better that's got to be priority number one for them and number two how about you try to stop somebody once three games 
and they can't stop anybody. So right. they have some problems. Yeah. And when you can't run the ball, you have to throw it all the time. That stops the clock and your defense isn't very good. So the other, you know, you just put too much pressure on the whole team and you can't run it. And uh, they've got to get that straightened out. Cause like you said, Brady cannot, I don't care who he is. You can't take those hits. You just can't do it. Nope. And, and so they got to get that straightened out. Uh, Magic wants to know, does 263, $263 come with binoculars or do you have to bring your own? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure and that is. There's no a comment there. Uh, Nicole says the game is way too overhyped. That's that's true. That's what yes. the media does. And this yeah. is this shouldn't even be top five game of the week, really. Take the take the whatever you want to call it, uh, flash out of it of Brady going back, and yeah, this is another run of the mill NFL yeah. game. I yep. mean, it's a game we probably wouldn't have talked about on the show, but I mean, it's right. Sunday night football. Well, and... the game right below it's a heck of a lot better, than, but we'll talk about that one later. Well, yeah, the the Raiders and Chargers Monday night football. We'll talk about that on the Monday show, yeah. but yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. I agree, a uh, hundred. What times do you more. think about the uh, Seahawks and uh, and uh, uh 49ers oh yeah seahawks 49ers we don't have this one planned but yeah sure we can talk about it um this is a huge game seattle has to win well doesn't, do. let me rephrase they don't have to win they really need to win and the 49ers uh you know they, they've played very well so far they did lose a heartbreaker uh, last week to green bay but yeah who, who are you leaning in this one this is a tough one well i think the 49ers have to win i mean they both do but the 49ers if they lose this one that's two games they've lost at home yeah. And when you're playing in a damn division like they are, you got to win your home games. And, you know, this would be a loss to a division foe at home. Uh, Seattle's put themselves in a very uh, precarious situation by losing the way they did last week. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong in Seattle. I think, you know, you're hearing some vibes up there that Wilson's not happy and, and he wasn't happy in the offseason. And, and they're kind of after Pete Carroll a little bit, which is kind of ridiculous. Maybe he's been there too long. I don't know. Yeah. I thought the 49ers played good last week. I thought they just got beat. I thought they showed a lot of courage, a lot of guts, and, and that was just a really good game. You know, and whoever lost that, that was just a tough loss for them. Can they get back up this week? They better bring it because if Seattle's got – if if they don't have internal problems and they don't have some issues that we don't know about, they're going to bring everything they got to this one. And usually when they do – they're damned hard to beat. And again, wouldn't touch this. I'd take the 49ers because the line's only two and a half. And I think they're going to win. So it's going to be a heck of a game. I wouldn't, my advice, everybody listening, don't bet a penny on this game. Yeah, no. Because here's, here's what, well, first of all, Seattle trying to cover up major issues. 49ers may roll them. They might. Yes. Papa dude, 100% correct as usual. Come well, Jason, on. obviously you're not listening too much. <laughs> what the Thanks hell, Jason? Very much. Come on. <laughs> no, he did. To, to Jason's point, you made, you made a good point. Uh, I, here's the deal. This is the type of game that, that, that Seattle wins, right? It's just like, God damn, really? They won that game? Like, I can't believe I they won that game. It'll know? be ugly, too. It'll be All an right. ugly win. So let's uh, hold on. There's the comment. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to throw up this comment. The Browns Vikings should be a good one too. Kevin O says, "Hey, we got a couple of minutes. We might as well talk about this one, right?" 
I agree with Kevin. It's going to be a really good game. The Browns are a two-point favorite on the road at Minnesota. Minnesota's one and two. They really could be three and zero. Oh. Like they they've mm-hmm. done some dumb things to lose games. The Browns are two and one, and they did a dumb thing to lose a game. They really could be three and zero. Oh. Um, I don't know. Where you, what what do you think is going to happen here? Well, I'm a big Browns fan, just like you, and I'm scared to death for this one. Yeah. Uh, when I was going through it uh, before the season ever started, I, I didn't think they would win in Minnesota. I think Minnesota's the best one and two team in the league, probably. Uh, well, I don't know. Seattle might be. But uh, Baker's going to have to play a lot better than he played last week. Yep. And uh, I don't know which way to go. I, I kind of think Cleveland's going to win. I just kind of got that feeling. I'll tell you what, if they do, they're going to start making me a believer a lot more than I am in this one. Another one, win better nickel, not a penny on it. Stay away from it. It's, I don't, I just don't have any real good feelings on that one. I'm the same way. I put this up. Cousins has been incredible this year and he has, yeah. he has. And, and what Cousins is going to show up might determine yeah. the winner. I tell you, Aaron, when, when you're talking about teams that I really follow and I really like, I'm not objective. Yeah, I'm pessimistic always. So I don't just don't really listen to what I say about the Browns. I I, I really like the way they play and everything, but I always am afraid they're going to lose. You know, I kind of think they're going to lose. I'm going to pick Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying optimistic on it. That being said, I think they're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I have no confidence in them ever. So yeah, I know um, you. All right, let's let's go on. Here's our top five uh, plays of the weekend. We'll start with you first. Uh, overall record six and four. Great first week. Last week wasn't wasn't a disaster, but wasn't no, as good. Yeah. Um, all right, go go through your five for this week. Well, I, I'm proud of my locks of the week. I'm undefeated yeah. in those, so I am proud of that. That's one thing I'm proud of. Four and zero. Oh. My lock of the week this this week is Dallas. Uh, we didn't talk about it because I guess we're going to talk about it now. Uh, I've got them to cover. To me, other than the Rams, and I know they're two and one, they could have very easily beat Tampa uh, in the opening game of the year. They've been as impressive as anybody to me offensively. Mm-hmm. And I know offense is flash, and you got to have defense. But I tell you what, have you seen anybody that's any more flashy than they are mm-hmm. offensively? No, I haven't. Prescott has been fantastic. That one-two running back punch they got now with Elliott and, and, and Pollard, mm-hmm. you got the bruiser from Elliott, and then you got that speed that comes in from Pollard, and they can throw a team out of the backfield. C.D. Lamb's probably the upcoming emerging superstar at uh, uh, wide receiver, and, of course, you've always got the reliable Cooper, and mm-hmm. the tight end's good, and they got this other kid that played well last week, the Cedric Wilson. I like Carolina a lot. And they're playing great. They're a little bit like uh, Denver. They haven't played the best competition in the world. Better than Denver. But I think Dallas is going to cover this. And that's that's my lock of the week. I went with Arkansas. We already talked about that. Uh, here's one that we didn't talk about. Or I don't think we did. Um, Clemson, 15-point favorite. Can't score 15 points. <laughs> They're probably going to bust out of it this week. But Boston College is undefeated. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, they, you know, Missouri's not very good, but they did beat them. 
I, 15, I don't know how a team that can't score 15 can cover 15. You know, it makes no damn sense to me, but we know it's Clemson and we know where that line's coming from. I uh, talked about the Cowboys. I picked them as my fourth. My upset special of the week, which I'm undefeated on that too. Is, uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. I got two of them last week. Yeah. Not real confident on this one. I almost uh, did the uh, Boston College thing, but uh, I'm going to go this one. I think Georgia Tech beats Pittsburgh. It's in Georgia or it's in Atlanta. They're three and a half point uh, uh, the spread. I think they beat the spread. I think they went out right. So I like Georgia Tech. All right. Uh, I The only one I don't like is Oklahoma State because I did pick Baylor. But That's uh, okay. That's all right. Yeah, because there's good news for you. I'm three and seven. So it doesn't <laughs> – what the hell difference does it make what I like and not like? <laughs> so, no, you know what's funny? I, I went back and I looked and I'm like, you know, I, I could easily – easily be seven and three with any luck whatsoever so i'm really not too down on myself uh my luck of the week is a, which is maybe i'm just delusional that could be too my luck of the week's ucla they host arizona state uh i've said from the start of the year and really nothing's changed my mind i don't think arizona state's very good i thought ucla got a massive win last week in stanford now they're a three-point favorite against arizona state i think ucla covers that pretty easily so i uh, ucla minus three my top pick. You and I both are on Dallas again. That was one I got right last week. So, I mean, maybe we can do that two weeks in a row. How about this one? We're going to go to Thursday night for these next two. Miami. I'm going to go the Hurricanes. They're, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites tonight against Virginia. It's in Miami. I don't think Virginia is very good. That's where I'm coming from. So, it's a team that's not very good on the road on a Thursday night. We've seen this. That, that favors the home team usually. I think Miami will cover tonight and get the job done. So minus five and a half, I'll take the Hurricanes. Cincinnati, minus seven and a half. We talked about that one. Uh, I just think they're they're way better. So two Thursday night games there for me. And then Baylor, Oklahoma State, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take over 47 and a half. Uh, I know the Big 12 schools haven't really been scoring like they used to, but that's a pretty low number. Uh, I, I think we can get over that number. Uh, you got to think, a 28 to 21 game gets us over. Surely we can get something like that, right? So over in the Baylor-Oklahoma State game for my fifth pick. Um, yeah, so that's it for mine. Uh, one one last comment here. Kevin O's got a best bet. West Virginia minus seven against Texas Tech in Morgantown. Uh, I don't know about you, Papa Dude. I thought about putting that. Oh, up. I did too. I, I like that bet, Kevin. Yeah, I, anybody's got another one here right quick, throw them up there and we'll talk about them. But yeah, I definitely did too. The only, only uh, thing I kind of – Wavered on was uh, West Virginia played their butts off last week and Norman. Can they get themselves back up again? They've, but they should cover that. Now, yeah. Why didn't I use that? You know? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't, yeah, I think they cover that easy. By the way, did you notice I left the Chiefs off of uh, my best bets this week? I did notice I didn't even want to talk about the Chiefs. We didn't even put no. them up there. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, here we go. Uh, I. I I had this one wrote down. USC Colorado under 51 and a half. He says Colorado right. can't score. Yeah. Well, USC's not that good either. Well, no, USC, who knows what the hell they're going to do week to week. Yeah. yeah. Russ says the Hogs 18 and a half. Duh. Yeah, that's we already talked about that, Russ. Well, yeah, no, he, he's just saying that's his best bet. Oh, well, that's mine too. Yeah. 
Now, Russ, if I remember right, you said the Hogs wouldn't cover against Rice week one, didn't you? So, <laughs> remember that? <laughs> He's and, jumped on the bandwagon. Well, the thing about it is, no, Russ is Arkansas fan. But the thing about I know, it is, I know. Russ was 100% correct for, what, 57 yeah. minutes of that game? It looked like yeah. they weren't going to cover. So, Well, Russ proves my point. He's a big fan, so he's pessimistic. <laughs> Uh, us big fans we look at all the bad things and we don't look at the good things for sure no doubt it's kind of the way i was when i coached (laughs) i'd go into a game thinking we suck we can't do this we can't do this we can't do this instead of looking at what you could do well you know i worried about everything we didn't do very well i mean sometimes there's a lot (laughs) there we go see yeah I agree. Never bet on I, Oklahoma. Always... I, I never bet on Oklahoma. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Well, hey, I picked against the Cardinals and I also picked against the Browns. <laughs> and you did OU. because you're pessimistic. See, I picked against all three of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the way that's the way fans are, you know. Fans yeah. that know a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which fans that are educated on what's going well, on. Like we claim we know what's going on. Then you've got the idiots that say, Oh God, it's Oklahoma. We're going to win 50 to nothing. You know? Right. Yeah. There's two separate things. Like when we were driving to the game and I, and it's like West Virginia's got three defensive linemen that are going to play in the NFL. They were talking yeah. about, I said, well, we won't run the ball at all. Maybe we won't get a yard tonight. That right. was my thought. But we didn't. <laughs> uh, we didn't. See, I was right. So. Well, the guy sitting beside me at the games, he's a nice guy. And I don't even know his, I don't even know his freaking name, but he's really, and I'm sure he's not watching this. But if you are, sorry, I don't know your name. But he's sitting by me and he goes, I'm just going to disappoint Wade hanging half a hundred on him in the first half. You know, that's the kind of. Like we couldn't he, hang half a hundred on Aurora High School, let alone. Uh, not this year. No. Um, yeah. Speaking of high school, I did go watch this uh, volleyball team that you watched last week. You did. They played uh, about, well, they played in Seneca about 15 minutes from the house. Yeah. Yeah. They lost. The result wasn't that good. Huh? The the result was not good. I I heard the result. Um, they got beat. They were missing their number one fan. So so one good. What's that? One good. No, uh, they got beat uh, three three to one, three sets to one. Good question uh, here by Russ. <laughs> would y'all rather OU win forty five to forty two or sixteen to thirteen? <laughs> I'd take either one. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're talking about this week specifically, I'll take uh, three to two. If you want, you know, they that. both have their frustrating moments because yeah. if it's forty five forty two, you're sitting there saying, "My God." We've scored 45 points. Yeah. You can't freaking stop them. We might lose. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other way is you're going, God, this piss ass defense of ours has held them to 13 and we're having trouble winning. So it goes just score. Yeah. One touchdown. That's all we need in this game. Yeah. Or you're supposed to be so damn good, Lincoln Riley. Call a play. (laughs) And then on the other side of it, the goofy. Defensive coordinator we got, he's weirder than hell. I don't care what anybody says. He's supposed he to be, weird. by the way, anybody hire him as your head coach, good luck. That guy's a weirdo. He is a weirdo, and I would tell it to his face. But anyway, yeah, if it was 45 42, you're going, hey, Mr. All Star down there, can't you dial up something to stop? You know, that's just the way it goes. 
<laughs> well, I tried to get through it without a rant, but I couldn't. No, you couldn't. You're not capable. That's well, wouldn't right. you agree with me? Isn't he weird? Don't you think he's weird? Alex Grinch is weird, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's how the Grinch called Christmas, no doubt. He, You know who he reminds me of a little bit? Oh, no. He reminds me, okay, not so much the personalities or like the way they talk, but just they say things and they say it really fast. And you listen and you're like, I don't know what the hell he just said. Mm -hmm. Kevin Wilson, our former offensive coordinator, another strange cat. Yeah, he was different. Head coach at the, he went to Indiana and I don't yeah. know where Kevin's at. I think he's, he at I think Ohio, he's at Ohio State. State. Yeah. Okay. If you're an Ohio he's State fan and you've watched his press conference, you probably know what we're talking about. He's yeah. just strange. Yeah, I think this guy's weirder. Maybe. He just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the best answer is. If he get to playing better, he'll be all right. Although yeah. his, the defense has played okay. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. All right, we're going to get out of here. God, I uh, hope he doesn't watch this. You, <laughs> Magic says he just tuned in for the Papa Dean rant. Magic, wait till we lose. I can't wait, you know? Like, well, wait till we lose. Be, uh, Monday. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, it, 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 good segue. I tell you what, I tell you what, mm -hmm. Magic, uh, if we are lucky enough to win, uh, tomorrow, what is it? Hell, I don't even know what day. I'm retired. I don't even know what day it is. What is it? It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. Saturday. We yep. play Texas next week. Yep. And if we get beat, you definitely want to turn in, tune in on uh, Monday. Let's that. see. That show, when would that be? That That'd would be, be October 11th. 11th. That is yeah. a no, can't miss show either way. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. So, and you're not going. Unbelievable. I know. Well, I'm heading heading up to New York and see the family a little bit. Hey, I will be uh, uh, broadcasting live from Uncle Vito's bar all week next week. So, make whoa, sure are we doing the show from well. there? Huh? Are we going to do the show from there? Absolutely. Really? I'll be at Uncle Vito's bar. Wow. Have you ever? You've never been, have you? Well, obviously not. It's not. I. This is. Uh, I'm nervous. Well, you should be. Yeah, I'm going to broadcast live to the way audience. Way over. Get way over away from everybody. I don't want to have to be a celebrity or anything like that. So Uncle Vito's bar is a bar they made at the top of the house. Like it's not an actual bar. Oh shit! Now I'm disappointed. Okay. But it does look like a bar. So. All right. I thought it was a pretty good deal here. Oh man, Magic! I see All that right. comment. I'm not putting it up, buddy. We're not doing it. We're at the end of the show. We're not going to do it. We said we didn't want to go long, so no. we're not going to do it. All right, okay. That's, that's going to do it for us, guys. Come back on Monday. We'll be recapping uh, everything. Hopefully, talking about what we got right. But we'll also talk about what we got wrong and uh, what the outlook is, what the attitude is. So, uh, yeah, and for for really, just tune in for the Papa Dude rant on Monday. We'll, we'll have a rant one way or the other. So yeah. uh, that'll, that'll do it for us, guys. Uh, Magic Mike and Blinkers Off will be on a little bit later on tonight. Uh, and then, yeah, like I said, check us out on Monday. We'll be right back here. So good luck to everybody this weekend if you're betting football or the horses.